so glad you're back with me again today as we're studying God's Word together and as we're examining what the Scriptures have to say. We're talking about two levels of living. You can live on the level that God has for you by depending on Him and allowing the Holy Spirit, who, if you're a believer, has come to reside in your life, or you can depend on yourself and your ingenuity, your ability, your intellect, everything that you have. And that doesn't mean that when we're depending on God, he's not using all of that. He does, but he's control, in control of it, and there's a difference. You see, that's what matters. And now Paul talks about what the Holy Spirit can produce. And it's interesting that he says the fruit of the Spirit, verse 22, Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit is love. And he begins with love. And I think that's what everybody, when life boils down to the smallest thing, everybody is looking for love. Everybody wants to love and be loved. Everything in life is dependent on receiving and giving love. And love is not found in material things. It's not found in pleasure. It's not found in power and position. It's only found in the Lord. And even human love between a man and a woman our uh, father and his son, or mother and her daughter, is great. But without God's love, it's not as powerful as it really could be and should be. So let's talk a minute about what this means. This love that he's talking about here is the Greek word agape. Now, in the Greek language, there are several words for love. And they describe different kinds of love. They de- describe erotic sexual love. They describe friendly love, uh, like a friend to a friend. And then there's agape love, which is the kind of love that's totally sacrificial, that does everything that is necessary to meet the needs of the other person, that goes far beyond self, that doesn't think of self, but thinks of other people. And this is the kind of love that's mentioned here, agape love. Agape love is what God produces. Agape love is how God loves us, and that's how he wants to produce in us that kind of love for other people. You see, agape love is expressed in the familiar verse, John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then in Romans 5, 8, For God proved his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And then in 1 John 4.10, where he says, Here is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved, loved us and sent his Son to be the covering for our sins. This is the kind of love God has for you. It's totally unselfish. You see, God does not need you. He does not need me. Really, he doesn't. You think, well, he uses people. Yes, but he could use somebody else if he doesn't use me. God never runs out of options. He has all kinds of options. And if I fail, he'll bring somebody else. But the point being that God wants to use you, and he wants to use me, and he wants to enable us, but his love for us is not dependent on, I need them. No, his love is dependent on nothing except the fact that the heart of God is love, and that everything else that God does flows out of that heart of love. And the Bible says in Romans 5, 5, that he's poured out within our hearts this love through the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians, he talks about that love. He talks about how amazing it is. It's the more excellent way to live life. It's better than great ability to speak. 
It's better than the ability to understand and unravel mysteries and discover great revelations. It's better than mountain-moving faith. It's better than amazing generosity. It's better than even martyrdom, being killed for the faith. This love is the greatest thing God produces, and this love is available through the Holy Spirit to give to you so that you and I can love other people like God loves us, which is by this unselfish, sacrificial kind of love. How do we do that? Well, the Bible says, first of all, we have to open ourselves to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And once we do that, we become a channel of love because when we receive Christ and we uh, allow him to come in and take over our lives and forgive our sins, he, he fills us. He, he uh, comes to reside in us by his spirit. And we love by faith and not by feelings. For example, you're not going to always feel love for somebody. <clears throat> That's just impossible. You can't feel love for the person who's most important to you all the time. You're not going to feel it. It's not going to be an emotion. But it's a choice. And God wants to enable us to make that choice every day to love as he loves. And he does it by the power of his spirit in us. Well, who are we to love with this kind of agape love? Of course, God first. The Bible says we love him because he first loved us. We are to respond to his love for us by responding in that same kind of love for him. We're to love our families. Maximum marriage is based upon agape love. You can love someone, but you can't really love someone unless you love them God's way with God's love by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, this is the problem today in marriage. Uh, Most people aren't even getting married. They don't even have the foggiest understanding of what love is. And the kind of commitments they make are superficial. Well, if it doesn't work out, we're not married. I can always try somebody else. Well, that's not love. That's total selfishness. You see, if I enter into a relationship with somebody without making a total commitment to them, it's not going to be what it needs to be as a relationship. You and I have to love someone with all our being unselfishly. Not what can I get out of it, but what can I do for them? And, and, and as we sacrifice ourselves for them, we, we are the ones who benefit the most because the giver always gets more than the one who gets. And so we're to love our mates, we're to love our children, and we can't love those people that are most important to us as we need to unless we are filled with the Holy Spirit, unless we're controlled to love our enemies. Well, that's certainly impossible unless by faith not by feelings, not by emotions, we ask the Holy Spirit to love through us. And as we do so, then God works amazing wonders in our lives. It's interesting in the book of Revelation, the last things Jesus said was talk to the seven churches of Asia Minor. One of those churches was a church that seemed to have everything, the church at Ephesus. They were doing a lot of good, They were true in their doctrines and beliefs. They were faithful. They were strong. But there was one problem. God said, Jesus said, you have left your first love. You have the programs. You have the activities. But you don't really love me like you should. You're not letting love control everything. You see, love is the key to everything 
and allow Jesus to love through you today. Just say, Lord, love my mate, love my friends, love my neighbors, love my kids, love everybody through me today. I can't do it. He will begin to do it. God bless you. Have a great day.